what are some, some strategies that people can use to not cancel themselves or take themselves out? So, recently, uh, Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf came to talk on campus. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, amazing, amazing to watch talk. Um, but the response that I have was, I don't know, it made me think of him. Because growing up, it would be to prove wrong. To be like, you know, like, I do belong here, I can do this, whatever it may be. Like, being in, a, in my high school that I was at, like, that was a drive. That was a big drive. Uh, but then, after that, it was just, like, after doing that, and living that lifestyle, it's just enjoying what you want to enjoy, and not let other people get Welcome everyone to another episode of the Hardwood Podcast. But this isn't another episode. In some ways, this might be the episode. Because Dr. Easley isn't here. This is Rashad Ease. You got the hip-hop force to today. And I'm sitting here talking to the host of today's show, Bennett DeLupo. Bennett has been the driving force of this fifth season of the Hardwood Podcast. Bennett is wrapping up his first year, master's student here in the School of the Environment, but focusing in forestry. He is coming, he came to the institution, I would say to us, but he came to the institution uh, from Minnesota. Yep, yep. But we also want to learn some other things about his background, because he also has part of his background, actually takes us back to the motherland. And so I'd like to talk to you, Bennett. But before I do that, I want to just I want to thank you for everything that you've done because uh, you have uh, helped make this season um, just the best season. Uh, in particular, because we've been doing this virtually, and you helped break the mold for me to get me out and get me to come back up here. And that's really been because of you. And so I appreciate you uh, also making it, giving me access, you know, to come back on campus and everything. And, uh, and when I say motherland, more, 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 uh, um, more specific, Nigeria, excuse me. I don't have to speak about that in code, you know, because we love and support all parts of us here in this podcast, so excuse me for that. And uh, today, I want to just talk to you about how it is for you being, um, and of course, you know, what you're, you know, open to share, but how has it been for you, not just working on the podcast, but being a student here? Uh, I'd love to know some more about your journey here. We we interviewed before, but the people I, I think I think that our listeners should hear this because this podcast doesn't run because of me. Everyone, it is managed by the leader who this year I'm thankful is actually in the forefront. You know, we some some had folks in the background, but Ben has stepped up in the forefront. So everyone, sit back and enjoy and listen to the person who makes this podcast sound good, look good, feel good. So Ben. How, how has it been for you this year, wrapping up your first year here at the Yale School of the Environment, brother? It's hectic. First, I want to say that was, I'm nervous with that intro, because that was, that was some intro. Oh, okay. And with, <laughs> no, and with everybody else, when we talked to uh, the season, kind of seeing that, mm-hmm. it's, we talked to some cool people, and we've had yeah. some great conversations. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's been hectic. Um, like, I've been looking forward to being in a space like this for a very long time. Okay. Um, and at some points I was thinking that I didn't want to be in this type of space um, but just I don't know I feel like hitting the candy store some days 
but then it could be overwhelming other days because uh, you hear about all these great speakers uh, just being around everybody where everybody's passionate and every conversation you learn something from somebody um, but then like finding that time where you can actually have your own have your own peace and be relaxed mm -hmm. like that's been the biggest challenge if that makes sense that makes sense yeah yeah because everything is like everything's everything like there's things that you you don't hear anywhere else and mm -hmm. you want to hear that you want to be part of it wow yeah do you feel mm, I know you're gonna be honest but but I just want to say but you know definitely be, be, be honest with me here do you do you empower yourself to I guess like not challenge the status quo like it's your job to bring about change, but to, uh, you know, to not, not allow yourself. That's the, that's the word. Do you allow yourself, you know, to uh, when, when you're in this space, you know, to, to, to breathe, to, uh, you know, kind of let your shoulders down a little bit, you know, because, um, you know, because your presence is peaceful. It is. I mean, for me, it's, it's yeah. peaceful. But a lot of times when I'm around people who are peaceful, it's almost like there's, there may be something going on under the chest at the same time, and they just smooth and just move. So do you allow yourself to breathe and to, you know, escape from the things that add pressure? Saying allowing myself is, is tricky. It's more of, uh, like, force myself to find that peace. Like, when I play basketball, like, that's an escape. Okay. But then there's a silence. There's other things going on mm -hmm. where you have that pressure. Okay. So it's like, it's tricky. It's okay. tricky. Like, you find that piece, and I really enjoy it, and I really just hold on to that when I can. Okay. Um, but then, like, like, I love doing everything I'm doing here. Mm -hmm. So that's where it's like the, the odd spot. Okay. Where it's, uh, it could be draining, but refreshing at the same time. Hmm. So, yeah. Okay. You said playing basketball. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. So that means that you're nice in the paint. <laughs> uh, okay. See, he humble. He, he didn't even say he, didn't. he. He just he just laughed it off. You know what I'm saying? I'm not challenging him on the court, half or four. You know what I'm saying? No. Uh, <laughs> um, how did you get interested in the environment? And in particular, I mean, you know, right now you're wearing this, this yeah. amazing Yale Forestry shirt. Like, what was it? Uh, or, or what were the things? Because maybe it wasn't just one thing that made you go. Because you said you've been trying to get in the space a long time. Yeah. So what was the what was the catalyst? So what what was the spark that launched you onto that path? For the environment side, mm -hmm. um, I think I've been, without me even knowing it, I've been interested in my whole life. Um, I studied biology in undergrad, and when I went to the course, um, it was pre med. And then I started taking classes, and then in my head I thought it would be more, um, more things that you would see in everyday life. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of biology, we were in the lab, mm -hmm. we were looking under microscopes, which I loved. Like it was fun. Okay. But then, like I can still remember going to California for the first time, be on the beach, learning how to surf, and like there's pictures of me looking at the shells on the on the shore. Okay. And just like being engaged in the environment. I just love being around in nature, uh, love being like, in the forest, hiking. Um, some of my best memories are there. And my favorite classes end up being ornithology and then ecology. And yeah, and 
we had to learn every single bird in Minnesota, whether it's by sight or call. And that was, that was, there's like 300 birds there. So at a time I was, I was with it with the bird, with birds, but it faded. So, um, but I've always loved it. And then, uh, like my whole life I've been pushed for equity, uh, in different ways. And when I was at the event, like I didn't have the wisdom to know, I guess, how to, be the best advocate but it's a learning process and that comes with time okay uh but then during the pandemic i would just read and read and read and a lot of the books ended up going back to the land um okay a lot of whatever you fought for ends up going back to the land so that's what pushed me more towards the environmental side like no matter what everybody eats no matter what everybody needs a place to live mm-hmm. and that brought me back here so well, okay Okay. So that's a long that's a long way to answer, but no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, as a matter of fact, yeah. no, it's not even two minutes. No, 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 no. You you, you give us succinct answers yeah. here, you know. So ornithology, ecology. You yeah. said that though though those were your favorite. Two of my favorite classes, yep. Have you ever had I I I because I, I, I don't want to assume this. In any of those in those spaces at any of those times, did you ever feel out of place? Or feel like, uh, or, or have a it question. Is this place for it me? wasn't. It wasn't that I. So my high school is predominantly white. Okay. The college, like there were very few uh, um, black students in the classes, mm-hmm. and even in high school. Once you. So I taught before, so I know how the system works. Mm-hmm. If you certain students get pushed up to honors and status, very few black and brown students are select are marked as being in honors AP classes by the teachers mm-hmm. um, so there were I could I'm still really close friends with the few black students that were in those classes yeah, with me yeah. from high school okay um, so I never really felt out of place because that's what I've known okay. but it felt like there was things missing like I would be in the courses and mm-hmm. I'd be like oh like there should be more to this but I didn't know how to say it at the time uh-huh. and I didn't really understand it okay and like, I'm thankful for my parents. I'm thankful for my siblings that I had that support to be to know and be firm within myself, mm-hmm. and say and advocate for what I thought and look for what I want to look for in every class. Mm. So okay, yeah. so you okay, so you also acknowledge having a support system. Yeah. When do you think it became? Like, you took the full responsibility of it. You know, because since I've known you, you've been driving yourself. You know, and I'm, at least that's how it feels. Yeah. But, you know, you mentioned your parents. You just mentioned your siblings. You mentioned your classmates in, yeah. in high school. Yeah. But when, when was it the independent catalyst where it was like, okay, because we're here. And I know you have friends with yeah. classmates, of course, now. But those, those classmates aren't here. Yeah. You know, family members aren't here. Yeah. So it's like, when did, when did that total independence come in for you? It's, uh, it's tricky. And this, mm-hmm. shout out to my family in Iowa. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and I think I got it from being around my family in Iowa. Um, okay. uh, my grandfather was a farmer. And no matter what, you wake up, you need to milk the cows. Like twice a day. Okay. Like if you don't milk the cows, they get infections, whatever it may be. You need to just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a weird, kind of weird relationship that evolution behind it um 
but you just had to do what you had to do. So in my mind, there's things that are happening and like somebody needs to step up and do it. Mm -hmm. And that's where that, like the hardwiring is like seeing that, seeing my uncle, um, my cousins, my grandparents get up at like 4.30 or 5 to go out to the barn, like to go out to the barn and everything. No matter how cold it was, no matter how hot it was, if they're feeling under the weather, they still, there's still work to be done. So that's, I think that's where it came from. <laughs> you know you sound like 50 Cent right now. What? <laughs> well, well, so I just watched a recent interview of him yeah. with Ray J. But I, you know, we have other scholars that we can quote here, but I'm, I'm going to use a pop artist just for now, 50 Cent. Sometimes Curtis Jackson says some wise stuff. I mean, and I actually think he does. <laughs> talking to Mary, and he says, um, she, asked, she asked him about, well, she talked about how he's, you know, he's been, he's been a genius and how he's been able to yeah. transcend from, of course, the streets, but then music now, move, movies and shows yeah. and all that. And she was like, how do you maintain? And he said, well, life really is like this. He said, life is really up and down. And he said, like, when I'm depressed, if, you know, and he admitted, yeah. I get depressed. He said, but when I'm depressed, I still keep, keep working. He said, I think being, being kind of stuck with depression, he said, I see that as a privilege. I, I, I turned it up then. I said, what, 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 what are you getting ready to say? And he said, because things still have to be done. Yeah. He said, and sometimes working through it is actually your reason for taking it back high again. Yeah. And so I'm listening to you. It makes me think about that, you know, because you, like you said, your grandparents, your, your uncles, you know, aunts or whatever, they, no matter how cold it was. And I went to school in Iowa, so I know how cold it can get. Yeah, and when yeah, it's, it's flat. Brutal. It's flat. flat. So it's There's just nothing to protect you. The wind doesn't blow, it yeah. attacks. Yeah. <laughs> If you breathe too hard, your lung might collapse. And I did that's a bar. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> but the fact that they worked through that, yeah. you saw that and now you took that same energy. Yeah. They're doing on the farm, you did some on the farm, but then you did it in education. Yeah. And now you're doing it here. Yeah. Uh, here work here, here at Yale. Uh, I'd like to ask you about education. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go I was go. just about to say, Please. even with teaching, like you can't really take a day off. Oh, like if you yeah, have a, that's what I was about to answer. You could have a substitute teacher for a day, but then you're picking up all the pieces from that substitute teacher. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. if you're feeling under the weather, like you'll the kids are still there, like mm -hmm. and you care for them. Like if you're around them, like if you just being around them, you like you want them to grow. Hmm. You see them every day, and you just want them to grow. You want yeah. them to be better, like the best selves that they can be. What what, what grade did you you know were you teach or grades? <laughs> so, it was the first year in Huntington Park, senior high. Uh, it was 10th grade chemistry. All right. And then three quarters of the way through the school year, it was a pandemic. Um, pandemic that happened. So then it went online. Okay. And that gave it a whole different feel. And then the next year, it was ninth grade physics. Uh, and that, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I don't know about, I understand the reasoning. I understand the reasoning because physics is the foundation of every other science when yes. you get to it. Yeah. But it's complex. It's hard to understand when you're in ninth grade. It's hard to understand when yeah. you're a grown up. <laughs> and then uh, I taught uh, middle school, I substitute taught at the middle school in my hometown for a little bit. Okay. And that was like, that was really fun because I got to see like myself. It was in the same school that I went to. Oh. So I got to see, like, myself there, tell the students about the teachers that were still there. Uh -huh. And then 
there's a lot more black and brown students there, so it was really nice being like that that person that I didn't have for them. Mm. Yeah. Pay it forward. So, yeah. Do you? I'm I'm curious. Like, uh, we, we just finished having a really great interview. Yeah. You know, and environmental yeah. justice was a big part of that interview. And yeah. One of the things that Professor Torres was saying was, uh, he wants all of his students to see environmental justice, you know, as a career, like not as a side thing, but as a career, even what you go into, if you can, I guess, put the EJ in the front, it's like, that's, that's what you're doing. You know, it's always been a joy since the first day that I met you, but knowing that you're looking at forestry, knowing that you are an educator, you know, um, how, how, how do you, I'm not going to say what you think you're going to be doing five to ten years from now, because I just, I just, I, I want you to be alive and healthy, that's the most important thing. But how how, how uh, are, are you envisioning combining these two? Yeah. Once you finish from here, well, no, while you're here, because I just, I know it's already starting. See, I know yeah. that it's already starting. But like, would you take this back? Not maybe in the same capacity, obviously, but would you take this back to Minnesota? Would you take this expertise that you have now back to Iowa? Would you take it back to California? You know, like well, it maybe it changes every day. It changes every day. Tell, um, tell me more. Like there's some days where I just want to be back in Minnesota with my family and friends and like mm-hmm. see what I can do there. Like okay. teach a, it would be great to teach a class in my high school mm-hmm. about just appreciating the environment, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's trying to start a community garden like near in Shakopee. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like there's things I want to do in Nigeria. Like I've been there a couple times and like it's just so fulfilling. Like fulfilling going there, talking to people like you feel so accepted. Like they, they do call me Oyimbo when I get there. Oh, like <laughs> is that the movie? Is that, is that, is that the yeah, tone yeah, because okay, of skin tone. Okay, but then like I'm learning uh, Yoruba, at, which is hands down the best class I've taken so far. Okay. Sorry to YSC, sorry to every other place, but it's like a little family there. It'll be alright. Um, <laughs> but then like I'll speak a little bit, and it's like a family. I don't know, like people just open up. Yeah, people open up really well. Um, and I just feel connected to a lot of people there and yeah some of my happiest memories in Nigeria so it just depends on the day and if I could be everywhere all at once I would Mm. so yeah yeah okay yeah okay 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 yeah right Uh, you what what has been like right now your you know what, what would you say has been your like best class experience or classes? No, no, no. Let's not do one. I'm not gonna do that top five mess that they do in hip hop. What have been some of your top class experiences since you've been in YSE? I'm just gonna talk about uh, Eurobuzz. Like you go in there. I'm the only grad student in the class. Okay. So okay. so it's like a to me it's like little siblings. In a way, All right. like I'm eight to like four years older than everybody in the class. Mm-hmm. Um, the professor reminds me a lot of my uncle, just a little more serious at times. Um, and then, <laughs> and then the TF is, uh, I think he's probably he's in his thirties, like okay. late thirties, and he reminds me a lot of my father, like just the persona that he has. Yeah. So it's like. It's like a fa- like a family right there, and that like going there every single day right now, rehearsing for a play that we're gonna have on the twenty fourth. Would you record it? 
It's, I think it will be recorded. Yeah, it will be recorded. See, seriously. And the characters, everybody in the class has a personality that you don't see in, that you don't often see in grad school, you don't see in like a lot of classes in general. Hmm. Like, it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's like, every day that I go there is my favorite, favorite experience hmm. on campus. Um, but then, I guess besides that, it's like the extra things here. Um, like the biomes talks, uh, like that's awesome to see. And then I just went to a couple dinners with faculty, and like talking to them, being able to have that connection mm-hmm. and be able to talk to them for like an hour at a time. Yeah, you learn so much, and you learn things that you would never learn in the classroom. Hmm. So, yeah, I want to go back. Thank you. I, I, I want to go back to the three hundred birds because I am impressed. Now, when I was in forestry school, we had to learn 88 trees. So, we ain't had to know nothing. I mean, 300 birds, shh, please. And I just got into birding three years ago. Just just got into it. I'll admit, I didn't do it because I had that block in my head, black people don't do this. Mm-hmm. It's not that I didn't want to. Yeah. I feel like I, I was supposed to. Yeah. You know? It's there. Yeah. It's there. Forestry helped break that for yeah. me. You know, going into forestry. Now, I went to a historical black university. Yeah. And, and and even at the black university, the majority of the students were all diverse. I'm like, in forestry. So I'm like, this is interesting, but we were there. Yeah. Um, how, how, what is a good tactic or strategy to help people not cancel themselves out of studying certain things just because they may not see a lot of themselves reflected in a way because yeah. race is not the only thing yeah. that we matter of fact race isn't even real you know yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a construct but you know but what are just some other ways that you and, and you have expertise in this because to yeah. make it here yeah. you had to work through that so you so you I know that you have an answer but that's me just affirming you already got it yeah. but just like what are some some strategies that people can use to not cancel themselves or take themselves out. So, recently, uh, Mahmoud Abdul Rauf came to talk on campus. He did? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, amazing, amazing to watch talk. Um, but the response that I have is, I don't know, it made me think of him. Because mm-hmm. growing up, it would be to prove them wrong. To be like, no, like, I do belong here, I can do this, whatever it may be. Like being in a in my high school that I was at, like that was a drive. That was a big drive. Um, but then after that, it was just like after doing that and living that lifestyle, it's just enjoying what you want to enjoy and not let other people get in your way. Okay, enjoy yeah. what you want to enjoy and not let other people get in your way. Yeah. So there's intentionality. Yeah. I think it takes some courage to do that. It obviously takes some brilliance because you got to yeah. figure out how to get through it and yeah. then how to go to the mm-hmm. next levels or yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. And talk talk to people. That's a big thing. Just like, I don't know, because you talk to people and be like, they'll reaffirm you. They'll be like, oh, like, yeah, oh, just do what you want to do. Just like, yeah. And whether somebody's older and you can get wisdom from them or somebody's younger and be like, oh, that sounds really cool. Like, that sounds awesome. Like, yes. that will still be, that's reaffirming. Like keep doing that, yeah. Powerful, <laughs> so, yeah. That no, it's pow- I'm saying powerful because I can see how somebody. So I'm I'm 44. I, I can see how somebody my age would be like, oh, see y'all do that now. But I'm like, no, nah, it's always been that way. Yeah. There's always been, 
anytime we as black people have had to struggle, sometimes the people are not in our racial group who've yeah. been motivated. Like, yeah. no, 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 keep going. But I know it, it feels good when it's someone who looks like me. Yeah. Well, it feels good when someone who doesn't look like me, too. It feels good when someone who looks like me does it because I go, oh, I can do it. Yeah. It feels good when someone doesn't look like me does it because it reminds me to not become my own enemy and say that I don't belong. Because they're like, no, yeah. you know, welcome here. Yeah. With that, I want to turn our attention to the Harwood podcast because... Yeah. Uh, you know, I just heard some information about dropping some bars and doing some music. I didn't know about that part, you know. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. You know I don't know. <laughs> you, know you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not here to challenge, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm not, it's not a battle, you know, but I'm just saying, you know. But, like, what, what, why, what, uh, what about this experience? And, and if it's not, trust me, I won't be offended, you know, but, like, what about this experience has been, I guess, uh, maybe motivating or encouraging to your experience while being here in the school. And like I said, if it hasn't been trusted, it's not like a problem, you know, because you have other things I know. But, you know, has there any, so I guess I should ask, you said, okay, but are there, so what what ways has this been, I guess, somewhat just a part, a part of the car? Because that's not, it's not driving anything, it's a part of the car. So, I was actually thinking about this earlier, and I'm glad that you asked. Okay. Um, I am notorious for starting projects and not finishing it. <laughs> because like, I'm like, oh, I love it. Like, this sounds great. And then I'll like, do a lot of the hard work. I'll get like, most of the hard work, but then when the easy parts come, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I can like, get bored and, be, and just walk away. Okay. But, like this, like doing this, mm-hmm. is been really fulfilling because I see it from, I've been seeing it from start to finish. Mm. Like, from the start, like you bringing me on, like scheduling everything. Doing the interviews, editing the interviews. Mm-hmm. We're almost all the way done with the season. Yeah. Like, it's right there, and that feels really good. Mm-hmm. Like, I would work. Like, it's really nice to have that finish, to just, like, have that finished project. Okay. And this has been over, what, since November? Yeah. This, has been, this is, like, a long project. It doesn't even feel like it's been five Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, not to me. I'll admit, not yeah. to me. <laughs> so, like... This is a long, long project, and it feels really good to just, it's fulfilling. It's fulfilling mm-hmm. to, like, have that, mm-hmm. and all the people that we talk to, it's, like, they're them. Like, they're the one, like, leaders in their field. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much knowledge to be gained, and mm-hmm. everybody's been really warm. Like, everybody's been great people. So. Wow. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, <laughs> I can tell you for me, like I said at the beginning, you, this has been my favorite. I'm saying, no, this has been my favorite season, yeah. you know. And even in the midst of post-pandemic or after, you know, I mean, or in it, you know, the, um, you know, depending on how people feel about that, um, I, it's been motivated for me because you, to be honest with you, it's because of you I feel comfortable coming back on campus, to welcome. be honest. Yeah. You know, I feel welcome here. You know, uh, when I came my, my first time in 2018, I was, I don't know if this is for me, you know, and... Uh, and, you know, it only, only, it only took a couple months, you know, for me to realize that that's in my head. I have to push, you know, like through that. And having the this podcast gave me purpose. Because mm-hmm. it was an idea that I had when I first came. I'm like, hey, maybe we could do something that would be cool and maybe we could attract other people to give them another way of talking about yeah. it. And to watch it evolve over four years, like to see, like, where it is, I'm, I'm blown away. You know, and I know that we have a followership listeners, you know, who are, who, you know, who, who, who are checking us out. 
So the next thing I'd like to ask, and if you, we have a window open, so if you hit a little click, it's okay. Okay, it's all right. We're not closing that window. It's hot up here, so y'all can just work with us on that. All right. So yeah, I'll just go ahead and just put. Get, let's let's deal with the elephant in the room. We, we're not gonna eat it one bite at a time. We're just gonna look at it one step at a time. All right. <laughs> what what um, being that you are a successful student here at the school, yeah. There are people who are gonna hear this, who are gonna think that they can't be here. There are people who are going to hear this. Like you said, I've been, I've been on this path and I, I wanted to get here and you got here. Yeah. Please give, outside of academic, outside of it, yeah. because we're humans, yeah. what suggestions do you have for people to stay on the path? Even if there's some, like how you yeah. mentioned, struggle to finish something. Yeah. But what are some things that people need to do to be in a space like this? When I say a space like this, I mean in the Ivy League, everyone. I mean... At one of the original institutions in the in the in the in the North America, if you will, or in, in the United States, because mm-hmm. and to be here and to be, I, I'm I, I'm looking at you and yeah. you 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 look like you're thriving. Yeah, just just love what you love. Like that's the biggest thing. Like whatever passion you have, just just like chase it, because okay. that's I think what kept me going. Like, right. Even if my interest changes, yeah, like I throw my I throw my weight behind it. Hmm. And you learn so much, and you gain so much, and you meet new people. So, like when I was teaching, I was going all the way in on teaching. Hmm. Like I was staying up late, doing whatever I had to do, like put my way behind it, make sure that the students were good, make sure that every student was served. Like just try to go all the way in okay. with that. Okay. Um, and this is like academic, but not academic. Oh, no, no, no. Excuse me. I mean, not only academic. Yeah. I mean, like that. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, but just read. Like, I fell in love with reading, and I've always loved reading, whether it's for leisure or whatever it is. Like, mm-hmm. that has made a huge difference. Because you don't realize, even if it's a novel for fun, yeah. like, the authors are tying in a lot of different things to make that novel. Like, the authors are pulling from a lot of different sources. Yeah. They're incorporating their own knowledge. Yeah. And like Dune, for example, like the person who wrote Dune put a lot of research into it. Yeah. Octavia Butler, like writing about Ronald Ronald Reagan, and then mm-hmm. you see things with Trump. There's a lot of like a lot of knowledge that are within a lot of the books you read that are not necessarily academic. Okay. And then you just become a better reader. Like you just, it's like a, it's like three in one. So read, yeah, yeah. read. Just enjoy life. Just, just enjoy be happy. Life. Yeah. You know, I think, I'm glad you said that. I think that for a lot of people that that doesn't come first to their mind. Yeah. Not the reader part, but enjoying life part. Yeah. You know, I think that folks uh, have, I'll speak for myself, excuse me. I didn't really start enjoying life until I turned 25. Yeah. So that was just 20 years ago. That would be 45 this year, 20 years ago. And, you know, I questioned myself. I still question myself. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Like even um, like this semester has been tough. Tell me more. It's been tough. There's just been like things with relationships. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my grandfather passed away. So like what you were, yeah. So my mm-hmm. grandfather passed away not too long ago. Mm-hmm. So just a lot, like just nonstop go like going. Mm-hmm. And then like school doesn't really slow down. Or at least here, school doesn't really slow down. Sure does. So you just need to. Roll with the punches, um, and yeah, like I guess another thing, listen to music. Okay. Like music has helped me out a lot. What you um, listening to? 
recently, and we've been talking, this is manifesting it right now, okay. Navy Blue Sage Ocesser, like yeah. the album that I was talking you about. You see my text with it, yes, yeah. you yeah. sure did, yes, um, and it is ill, it is. Yeah, yeah. he is, uh, he, in the, in one of the songs he was talking about, his grandfather passed away recently too, so it's just like a weird timing, like yeah. him releasing this a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. listening to it. Uh, Tyler Creator just released some new uh, new music for the album that he released a while while ago. Okay. Um, Lil Yachty has a really nice album that he released over the winter. Okay. Just like a wide range. I don't know. Like just listen to the samples of rap and hip hop, and then it'll open up a whole other door too. Like that's. That's good for something else. I want to dance with the spirit of my grandfather who grew food, love grandma, I'm glad she got you. Want to rain dance with grandma, yeah, I miss you. Look good in purple colors, Mr. Never hit you. Don't hit what you love, but shoot what you hate. Genocide, suicide, hot lines need a break. Roots can't establish vegetation, that's tragic. When water is needed, a hurricane could be magic. Developing acres for parking, you can have it. This life ain't no joke, the mic, I gotta grab it. But you don't get this great without practice. We don't look the same, but blood types matches. I respect to be high, but the hive, you can get it. I do what I want to the bars that a message. When I don't feel like engaging, you can text it. Stop reacting. I focus on lessons. Sessions with Green Beach, Alita is a blessing. Call up JS, 20,000 is selected. That's the cost of haters to be in our presence. Alkaline, healthy, absorb processes. We can have fun, restrict our pleasure. Better run in the rain, water makes it better. Moving sovereignty over property, only God gives missionary position. Skies over me. That's all I want is go. Can you tell me? Okay, so you mentioned a couple of books. Like, what is there in the book in particular that you're reading now, or the books in particular that you're reading right now? Any books? It's hard during the semester. Uh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I got a couple books for. Over break, mm-hmm. can't remember the names of the books. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this because I was about yeah. to try to run like a summer camp off this book, okay. Hundred Years of Solitude. It walks you through environmentalism, colonialism. Okay. Uh, just it has a lot of things packed in one. Some people hate it. Some people love it. Solitude. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Gabriel Garcia Marquez is the author. Sensational book. Uh, but then anything by Octavia Butler, too. I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Okay. So. Now, you know, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, what impact do you think the work that we're doing together, you know, can have? Besides, like, and the reason I say besides is because yeah. when I thought about this a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I was thinking, well, one, I'm going to give someone a shout out, Dr. Mark McGallis at North Carolina State University. He was the one that planted the seed in my head when I was there doing the virtual work there. He was like, Thomas, I think you got a personality, man, that should be on a podcast or something, man. If you, we, you should start something. He's from New York originally. He was like, man, you should, you should start something like this. And then soon thereafter, I was fortunate to come up here and start working. So I looked at it, and I still do, as it's something not just different, but it adds more, more relevance, I feel. To what we do, especially for those who don't know about mm-hmm. our discipline, it it's more. I, I think it, it sets us apart from other places yeah. because not all environmental schools, whether that's undergrad, grad, whatever, have a podcast that 
talks past diversity. It talk, it, I mean, well, not, it talks with diversity, but it ties it to, like, we just finished learning about law, really. Yeah. You know, of course, the environment and so many other places, but what other? That's what I was about to do. So, there's a couple things. Okay. One, it, it makes it so, like, people like us can be comfortable here. Mm. Um, mm. So black people can be comfortable in these spaces mm -hmm. or people of color, people who normally are in these spaces, like what we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, and to me, that's the most, one of the two most obvious. You learn about what everybody says at face value. Like what we talked about law, like what we talked about all that. Yeah. But then if you listen closely to when we're talking to the deans, we're talking to these people you hear, you can look at the other side of what they don't talk about Mm -hmm. see what's missing or you can see how the school operates mm -hmm. kind of the critiques that they have was or the critiques that they have of the system has always been there and that's how that like you can see the framework okay and that's been another like part of the reason I wanted to come here after um, uh, after George Floyd was lynched was seeing the framework for myself mm -hmm. because I'm over at uh, the global Jackson Global, um, the Jackson Institute, mm -hmm. and we're seeing people who train uh, military leaders across uh, the continent of Africa. And it has a really murky, murky history. Mm -hmm. Like, if y'all don't know about the School of the Americas, y'all should look up the School of the Americas. Okay. Um, train Manuel Noriega, like just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and they brought this up during the class. Like, they train people who run the cartel, I don't know what these people who came into the class, who they're training, but it's separate by a couple degrees. Like the former director of the CIA has a class here, or has a class at Jackson. So it's like you see like where the power starts. You see where everything Ooh. starts. And then that's been really, really like interesting to me. Like now you know how to move. Now you know like what to expect. Yeah. Like that's where I'm, I want to take a class at all these different schools. So I can see that. So. I didn't know that you just educated me, man, yeah. on some stuff, you know. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But you know what I love about the power of what you just said? Yeah. Remember when I came, my dad said to me, he was like, son, because my dad went to school up at Williams, so it's not yeah. too, too far from here. He said, you know, you're working at a place that builds, starts, and changes culture. I said, what? Yeah. He said, son. When you look at what people who've been there have done, he said from all levels, he said, whether you're talking federal, state government, okay. he was like, he said that, uh, he said, you're, you're in a place where people create and change culture. And I thought, wow, okay, Pop. You know, and, and, and I didn't take that lightly. I just yeah. thought, I never thought of it like that, you know, the, the, the power, the influence, to be in a place like this, yeah. you know. Then, of course, the access that it gives you, and as our scholar, uh, who's not an elder, but elder to us, you know, said, it's an asset, yeah. you know, to have this as, you know, like part of you. Um, you know, but I just always want to remind people, too, that this place not has an asset having you be a part yeah. of here. Yeah. So, um, with that, you know, um, I, I, I'm just looking at, okay, okay, look at time. I want to just ask you one one last thing, and this uh, and I've been, this is for my benefit. Okay, where else can we take this podcast? Like, how else can we 
you know, I mean, for you can be open and honest. It's not going to hurt my feelings. You know, like, how, how else can we do this better? And I'm saying that because I'm technically, even though I've been doing this for a couple of years, I'm still new to this because I, I didn't come up with the idea. Like I said, someone gave me the seed and said, take it. You know, so I'm still, I still feel brand new in this space. And even though I got a cool compliment, someone saying, you're, you're a natural. It's because I love people. I love talking to people. I don't know that I'm a, I'm a natural host or nothing like that, but I, and I don't think I'm a great communicator like that, but I love talking to people. But, you know, where else, you know, would, would you like to see us, you know, take this podcast, especially going into your last year, basically, here in school? I think the video, we talked about it before, doing like adding like a little video side to it so then people could see the expressions. Okay. Because body language is a whole different thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Like rele- releasing the podcast and then video doing videos, but then I think just trying to catch a wider net of people. And okay. like, and that's something where like, we talk to Dr. Torres, or Professor Torres, and like, you hear about another person, then you hear about another person, and then you just like, yeah. it goes to the next. Like, yeah. there's undergrads who are doing environmental science, mm-hmm. and talking to them, or even, yeah, just like hearing about things, or the same thing from different people, or the, like the same topic. Uh-huh. It's enlightening. You see different perspectives. So that's, yeah. 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 One of the reasons why I like to ask that question is because I believe in congruency. We do what we say that we're going to do. Each time I've asked the person before, I say your predecessor, what what should we do? When they say it, that's what we get ready to do the next year, you know, whether it's a new person coming into them. And this, this year... It really, you're the first who stepped in and literally took it over just you. Like, yeah. you just took it. And, uh, and I really am fortunate to, to be working with you. I am thankful. I'm grateful. And, uh, and I can see where we have gone, man. I mean, we, dude, I mean, we, we, we talked to Professor Naima Harris. Yeah. We talked to Stickman of Dead Press. Yes. Dean Toddy. We talked yeah. to Dean Toddy, Stillman yep. at Duke University. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas School of Environment, yeah. man. I mean, we have been able to, we, we talked to two of my classmates who went to school with me, yeah. who were way harder foresters than me, and I love to say that they're both black women. Yep. Both of them. Yep. And so it's been, um, I feel like you, you've helped to, I mean, positive and peaceful to stretch me, you know, in this space, and I really look forward to doing more. So as that brings to a close, is there anything that you want to tell me? I should have known about this. <laughs> I've been in all these interviews and I didn't even think of a question. <laughs> no, 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 not a question. No, no, no. Just, just something that you would have liked to, that me to have asked you. You know, like, oh, just, and then we can take the time. You yeah. can take as much time as you want. You know, just, you know, to like say after everything that you said, and I'll just, I'll go back. We talked about education. We talked about farming. We talked about Iowa. We talked about Minnesota. We talked about Nigeria. We talked about Europe. We talked about just classes. We talked about your interest. We talked about education. We talked about your teaching middle school, high school, you know, and uh, and then we talked about your interest in the environment, knowing yeah. the number of birds, and then what motivates you playing basketball, relationships. So, you know, so those are the that's things. A lot, that's a lot yeah, of things. A lot. One, that's a lot of things. So you put that in a pie. You know, what's is there any other ingredient that needs to be in there for us to enjoy that dessert or that meal that that I did not put in there? I just want to shout out to all the classmates here, and then like my friends from back home. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. Stefan, Mundu, Art, Christian, mm-hmm. yeah, Gus, his dog. Just I don't know. There's like, yeah, like yeah. there's there's been a lot of great people in my life. So okay, yeah. that's it. Wow. Well, brother man, I, yeah. I appreciate you, man. Thank, Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You the man. <laughs> Everybody, that's been it. Olupo that you just finished listening to. Yeah, it's O L U P O. Okay. Mm-hmm.
Harwood has grown and is better because of his presence. And also want to acknowledge the people who also worked with us before um, because they helped to get us here. Uh, from Chris to Nadine to Tebow and now to Bennett. Uh, I do not forget the angels that I worked with because they've all been strong, they've all been brilliant. And they've all been freaking cool, man. You know what I mean? Y'all make me cooler, you know, because I'm the one who's trying to make sure that I still am in it or somewhere, you know. And, uh, and so I, I thank you again. Uh, I'm looking forward to continuing this work. And uh, everybody who's listening, please remember that uh, it's not easy what he does. You know, he, make it, he makes it look easy. He makes it look easy, but it's not, it's not easy what he does. And I'm just proud to be a part of, you know, your your career, you know, it's not your development, you know, you're getting that here, but I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be a part of, of your career, and, and, I, and I thank you. So everyone, continue to support Heartwood, listen to us, listen, check, check out any episode, uh, I promise you, you're going to learn something, and I also promise that you're going to be encouraged, and remember, the people that we're talking to, they're just like you, they have an origin, they've had a struggle, and they have victories, so that means that we all can make it, more importantly, we can make it together.